I remember when Hostess was going out of business. Mm-hmm. And one time I'd found, I was walking into a Walmart like a month, a couple months later, and we knew that like the end was near for Hostess. And a pallet, the Walmart I'd just walked into, had dropped off a pallet of Twinkies and cupcakes oh. by the door. And it wasn't like crazy ass people grabbing for like dear life, but there was some a, a mild amount of of some people just okay, just take, I'll take a box and you take a box and so I grabbed a box of Twinkies and my dad put he took one of those Twinkies I gave him and he put him in his safe. Oh jeez. It probably looks looked the same the day he opened that safe. And he again. kept it there for a couple of years and then when Hustis came back then he finally okay, then this this Twinkie isn't going to you know, have any value or anything, but, but yeah, that Twinkie probably could have lasted another 50 years and will look the same. <laughs> I um, think it's made by the same people who make the McDonald's burger, right. name any one of them. Right. When the Twinkies came back though, they were smaller. Yes. For the same price. It's like, I had just gotten like, I needed cookies for the cookie jar. Okay. And I'm like, I haven't had one of these in a while. I had the fudge grams from mm-hmm. Keebler. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was little, the fudge grams were like, like one and a half inch squares. Now you can, and you can see the indentations of the graham cracker through the fudge uh, when you looked at the at the cookie. Yep. But then, like newer ones, they're like small little rectangles. They're like the size of a domino. And man, they got smaller. Man, that sucks. I, I think everything's gotten smaller. You know what hasn't gotten smaller? The news episodes of the, of the News of the Squared. Thank you for joining us once more. I'm here with Scott. Howdy. And we are here to talk wacky news. Like Jeff says, wacky news that you can use, or maybe not. You've been absent, but you've been quite the contributor here to the wacky news stories. As usual, we appreciate it Thank you, no for problem. bringing us the wackiness. And it's getting internet... harder and harder on Facebook. Now I'm starting <laughs> to go out to the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Finding through the dark web. Finding the crazy shit that we like to talk about here and point and laugh at people because people sometimes, sometimes people deserve it. Anyway, so let's see. Uh, I'll let you start because you are our, I am the gracious host and you are the test subject. I mean guest. So <laughs> we're... Okay. We'll start you off with reading of the news of the squared this week. Thank you so much, Saya. <laughs> a Chicago police officer is in the hospital after he accidentally shot himself Tuesday afternoon. Oh, no. The, the incident happened around 4 p.m. on the city's far south side near the 3900 block of West 102nd Street. Officials concerned that an on-duty officer accidentally discharged his weapon, striking himself in the buttocks and upper leg <gasps> shot himself in the, that's about all of the story but shot him a cop shot himself in the ass i felt thought that something bit me <laughs> lieutenant dan i bet now, no, the best no thing dis- about no, getting shot in the buttocks is the ice cream no disrespect for our law enforcement i greatly respect you yes thank you for your service but please be careful with your sidearms and follow the- your training and yeah. do not shoot yourself in the buttocks. Exactly. 
You will not go to see the president. <laughs> okay. That's all That's all on that story. <laughs> I just found it, um, I shouldn't say amusing, but worthy of, I guess. Yes. You I'll got see. Okay. Next for me, this out of, uh, where is this from? It's from NBC. Uh, police say a beer vendor used a personal card reader to charge a fan more than $700 for two beers at a Miami Dolphins football game. Not the first time the Dolphins fans have been screwed over. Haha. <laughs> See, it's what I, I added that. An arrest affidavit says 33-year-old Nathaniel Collier faces charges of grand theft and possession of skimming device. He was fired Sunday by the company that employs vendors at Hard Rock Stadium. Derek Jeter. <laughs> According to police, the fan ordered the two beers from Collier during the Dolphins game against the Los Angeles Chargers. Collier used his own device to charge $724. The bank notified the victim about the charge. Collier was arrested. The lawyer was not listed on jail records. So, there you go. Yeah, don't, uh, like I said, bad shit happening at Dolphin Stadium, and it not just on the field. You gotta wonder how many other people he did that to before he was caught. Yeah, if like there was like a smaller amount, and people would be like, "eh." The thing is, like, I, I was raised to say to, to believe the cash is king. Yep, I wouldn't do. use a credit card device to pay for beers at a football game. I don't even have a credit card, and don't want one. No, it's it's evil. They're evil. <laughs> Yeah, they are the devil. Yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, wow. I knew yeah. prices were going up at ball games. Jeez, that's <laughs> like, ridiculous. Eh, I'm sure somebody heard, read this article saying, eh, you know, eh, not bad. To consider <laughs> that... parking and tickets, and even just to have like, I think I think they even said like a hot dog and a beer at Wrigley Field is like twenty bucks. Twenty. That's, that's just all. a hot dog and a beer. That's it. Shit. Shit. City Field is uh, fourteen seventy five for a beer, and a hot dog is nine bucks. Wow! So yeah, I guess this guy wasn't charging too much over, but <laughs> well, yeah, wasn't yeah, you know, some, some people been like, yeah. it's about right. Some people would say, yeah, okay. Why this is from Q one zero four three? Yep, uh, my local classic rock station, which I listen to quite often. Wife forces plane to divert after discovering husband was cheating. Uh-oh. Oh, man. A Qatar Air, Airways flight from Dahol, Qatar, to Bali, Indonesia, was forced to land in Chennai, India, after a couple's fight got out of control when the wife figured out her husband was cheating on her. Her husband fell asleep on the plane as he dozed. She used his finger to unlock his phone, then uncovered his affair. Dude. When the crew couldn't calm her down, the pilot thought it would be best to land in India before things got out of hand. The woman, her husband, and their young son got off the plane and continued, and it continued on to Bali. Wow. That's like, dude, you do not have that shit on your phone. I remember there was a celebrity breakup because... He was putting pictures of them on in the cloud, and the wife had access to the cloud, so like the images were showing up on her device. It's like mm-hmm. you don't have that stuff, man. 
that's his own fault, man. Oh, totally. Obviously, not but, just but, for but, cheating on his wife. I'm not saying, oh, well, if he had it, uh, if he shouldn't have had it on his phone. But I mean, like, dude, don't cheat on your wife. And if you don't, if you do cheat on your wife, not what I, which I don't want you to do, don't have the pictures of your mistress on your fucking phone. He probably figured because it's a thumbprint reader that he's safe. No, because no, 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 no. First of all, you're an idiot for doing it in the first place. Yeah. But, yeah, don't have them on your phone. Don't have them on your computer. None of that. You know, guys, women are not stupid. They know this stuff. And they look at they, – they can look at the phone history. They can see mm-hmm. what numbers are in your phone. You say like your call history. And they don't even have to do do that. Go in your phone for that, and this goes for guys. But too. Yes. If, if you have the if you have the password to the account, you go online and you can see every phone call everybody on your account. It's made. not like you can use like carrier pigeons to send messages to her. Obviously, yeah. you must be texting her. I mean, yeah, what a dumbass! But, but <laughs> the fact that but well, truth, he shouldn't have fallen asleep. He should have put the phone in his pocket before he fell asleep. Who knows? She might have pickpocketed it. That's right. She might have. Put it up in the shirt pocket or something. But the fact that she even, like, like... She had to suspect something to begin with. Maybe, but maybe, but because he, obviously, he would have been smart enough not to let her have the phone. Maybe that was part of it. Be like, nah, nah, you don't need to see my phone. Like, but I'm your wife. What are you hiding? Like, nothing, honey. And then he falls asleep (laughs) with the phone. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Dumbass. Dumbass. That got to, that diverted the flight. I'm surprised they didn't get a like um, like disturb or whatever disturbance charges put on them. Maybe mm-hmm. the kid saved them from that. They wouldn't want to arrest them uh, with, with the kid there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all mm-hmm. right. Wh- what do you got next? This next story from CNN: uh, Moose gets stuck in a swimming pool in New Hampshire. Uh, some New Hampshire homeowners found an uninvited, uninvited guest in their swimming pool Tuesday night, a young bull moose. They needed help removing the animal, and it was all caught on camera, of course, because everything's caught on camera these days. It was a long, exhausting night for the moose. The homeowners post spotted him in the pool Tuesday evening, and he wasn't rescued until the following morning. Using a rope and the stairs to the pool, fish and game officers were finally able to coax the young bull out of the pool. Colonel Kevin Jordan with New Hampshire Fish and Game said, Ooh, Colonel Kevin from New Hampshire Fish and Game. That's a title. Colonel Kevin said the moose said moose are looking for a mate right now and younger male moose will wander long distances struggling to find a female. So I see the moose be all like, hey, uh, sexy hot tub. So he can be like, just, you know, put his arm, put his hooves up and say like, hey, ladies. Come on, take a swim. So Colonel Kevin uh, said, well, obviously he said one of the antlers on the specific moose points down, making it easy to recognize in all of his recent travels. Officials said he was spotted in several different areas, neighborhoods, and even on the highway. He nearly climbed up on a car at a dog park. So um, Colonel Kevin said that he wouldn't be surprised to see the same moose pop up again in the area. Man, he's like thirsty I, moose, man. So I, thirsty, he gets in a pool. I watched the video of that, and it's, it's funny. From, they set up like a little set of stairs over by the corner in the shallow end of the pool, over the stairs that are in the pool. Hmm. And then they used uh, one person on one side and one person on the other used a rope to coax it out. 
it stepped on one like one step and jumped up on the side. And this the is, silly yeah, moose sat Hampshire, there overnight. So. <clears throat> yeah, and the silly moose sat there overnight. It's one of them crazy Canadian mooses, mises. Oh, now we're going to blame Canada. Yeah, we're going to blame Canada. This is New Hampshire. Although, you know, New Hampshire's not known for their mooses. Actually, they are. We have moose up on the property. Mooses, mises. Mises. I hate the mises, two pieces. Officials shared the video on social media as a reminder that moose breeding season is beginning to ramp up. They said to stay away from moose and exercise caution when they are near, as they can get aggressive during mating season. And those are big ass animals, so they can like oh, yeah. they charge you, they can kill you. And they, they don't think you're going to outrun one either. So, take it from Colonel Kevin; he knows his shit about mooses. Uh, okay, Let not me just see. the ones in Frostbite Falls, Minnesota. No, no. Hey, Rocky. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Darwin Award alert. Let's see. Intruder in the lion's den at the Brock Zoo exhibit escapes without injury. <laughs> King of the them. jungle met the queen of bad judgment. <laughs> a Brock Zoo trespasser paid a bizarre hip-shaking visit to the attraction's African lion exhibit this past weekend, jumping a safety barricade as one of the Main beast coolly stared her down from only a few feet away. That's scary as shit, man. Zoo, zoo officials confirmed. The wriggly woman wearing a gray t-shirt and black pants, even though in the video it looks like a blue t-shirt. Okay. Um, maybe it's remember, a grayish blue. Maybe. It definitely looks blue, and I, I'll tell you it was blue and a thought in a moment. Hmm. Uh, scaled the barrier during a brief... Saturday visit captured on an Instagram visit video. She exited after the beast became agitated, un- unleashing a menacing roar. Hmm. An eyewitness said. <laughs> All right, so so we skip ahead to the <laughs> next story, which is part of this. Police have identified woman suspected of climbing into lion's den <laughs> at the Bronx Zoo last weekend. They want to speak to the 32-year-old, should I say her name? Eh. No, why not? Okay. In connection to the incident that has since gone viral, authorities say she is suspected of trespassing into the giraffe exhibit also. (laughs) The zoo said it received reports of the incident Saturday, and thankfully there were no injuries. The The woman is facing a misdemeanor charge of criminal trespass. Now, what I said about the blue shirt, um, the shirt is the same color as the zookeeper's uniform shirts. Hmm. So the lion might have thought it was a keeper, as pointed out by my wife. And the other thing that the photo doesn't show is there is a moat sunk in the ground between her and the lion. Lion could have jumped it if he wanted to, yeah, but more likely yeah. wouldn't. If he and wanted if he, a snack, he would have, he'd have gotten her. Right. And if he did, he would have come up against a, a hidden hot wire. Hmm. So that's my wife's theories on this moron. <laughs> and also why the Bronx Zoo only had like a little three-foot picket fence in front of the exhibit. Because hmm. <laughs> you have the moat and in between. But hmm. man, this woman is lucky. Yeah. Well, now she's 
less lucky because she's now she's in trouble with the law. And I haven't, you know what? I haven't seen any follow-up stories, whether they talked to her or arrested her or anything. I, I think this big woman went out went out with the last breeze we had and shuffled out of town. Yeah, well, maybe she's laying low and just deleted her Instagram account. But there's ways to get that back. I mean, if it's out and they know who posted it, they'll find out who it is. Mm-hmm. So, justice to the Lion King Den Jumper Lady Queen. Who would be, oh, yes, the, the Lion, Lion King Queen. Of the Colonel Kevin says, don't do that. <sighs> Let's see, next story. Now, okay, a couple of years ago, I think one or two years ago, we had the trouble with the kids doing this crazy shit on YouTube where they'd try and eat a Tide Pod, okay? That was dumb, too. But yeah. now, we've made it okay, because now... We have Scotch Pods. It's not every day that a liquor company imitates a detergent manufacturer, but anyone who's thought a Tide Pod for the laundry would recognize the origins of the so-called Scotch Pod as glassless cocktails for drinkers who can't be bothered to pour. No ice, no stir, no glass. We're redefining how whiskey can be enjoyed. Hashtag no glass required. The Glenvillet... Is it Glenvillet? Glenn, L-I-V-E-T, tweeted as part of its capsule collection rollout, timed with London's Cocktail Week. People have been enjoying scotch whiskey for hundreds of years, especially, usually, in a glass, and often on the rocks, of course. But now, the Glenn Valet, or Glenn Levet, boasts that is changing the way the hard liquor is consumed. At first, it is kind for a it's first of its kind for a spirit brand. The edible capsules are 23 milliliters in size, fully biodegradable, and provide the perfect flavor explosion experience, read the Scottish brand's promotional materials. Enjoying them is simple. The capsules are popped in the mouth for an instant burst of flavor, and the capsule is simply swallowed. Oh, I don't know. I don't want to do that. You like swallowing I- like a Ziploc bag. Depending on what it's made of, maybe some fine. No, it couldn't yeah. be a fine wax because that would dissolve. Yeah. The whiskey would dissolve it. But you got to be uh, careful I, how you handle it, though. I mean, I'm, I'm that. Yeah, unless I, you can I, like kind of crumple it up like a piece of gum, maybe in your mouth. Oh, like that old freshen up gum. What we used to call cum gum. You stick it in your mouth, you bite it, and it squirts out liquid at you. <laughs> Judging maybe from Twitter posts, time. some whiskey lovers, however, aren't so thrilled. Um, whiskey cocktails are for sipping and savoring, not exploding in your mouth all in one go, wrote Ugh. Susie Mack. Jello shots. You reinvented jello shots, tweeted Jordan Weisman. You put it in an IV bag. <laughs> Let's get to the inevitable conclusion, writer Roxanne Gay added. The limited production pods are being served as an amuse bouche boucher. Amuse Boucher during London's celebration of cocktail innovations. I don't know. I don't know anything about fine wine and liquor tasting and all that. I just drink beer. I'm I'm a I'm a Cretan. I'm a just one of the unwashed masses out here as far as alcohol goes. Sometimes I'll have a seven seven, but Scotch. No, I'll, I might drink Scotch, but a, a Scotch pod. Nah, no thanks. I I used to I used to tequila straight up. No lemon no sugar none of that just straight up and i could tell you that the my favorite way of doing whiskey was whiskey covered cherries man 
I, I, w I would eat the bar out of those things in a week. And what they do is they, you know, put a, take the, empty the cherry juice out of a large uh, bottle of cherries, and then they pour in whiskey, and they let it sit for a couple of weeks. So the cherries are nice and whiskey-soaked. and you, Basically the same thing with a healthier container. Yeah. Well, might have been the reason why that lady jumped the fence at the Bronx Zoo. Might have had too many scotch pods. Could have. Maybe. All right, what you got next? Okay. Yeah, and it's it's funny. On last week's show, you guys touched on this. There's a sexy Mr. Rogers costume, and now we're questioning everything. Well, I don't it's know, a, man. It's September... Oh, it actually looks pretty good. We are getting into Halloween season now. We're going to see yes. all the crazy costumes. It's September 2019. Halloween is just around the corner, and you're having trouble trying to think of an idea for a costume that will blow the socks off your friends. Sure, you could go as a sexy cat again for the seventh year, <laughs> but people will, will be expecting that by now. So why not turn heads and prompt expression of what the fuck by dressing up as sexy ver a sexy version of one of the world's most admired men who has become a symbol of decency, kindness, and wholesomeness, whose message has inspired thousands of people. Yes, Mr. Rogers. Hmm. Yandy, a company best known for making women's lingerie, swimwear, dresses, and costumes, has unveiled a version of the classic Mr. Rogers outfit that leaves little to imagine for the kingdom of make-believe. <laughs> for just $60, you can be proud, the proud owner of a Yandy nicest neighbor costume. That's where you touched last week. Mm -hmm. Which includes a red long-sleeve crop top that features a deep V-neck neckline, a white detachable collar with a black tie, and matching high-waist gray shorts. If you're feeling extra spendy and want that extra little bit of authenticity, you can purchase two hand puppets that represent King Friday and Daniel Tiger for just twelve ninety-five. This is wrong. This is just wrong. <laughs> this, this, is, this isn't the no. first sexy costume that Yandy has courted controversy with last year the company released a sexy version of the outfits worn by a press woman in the hulu adaptation of margaret atwood's uh, handmaids handmaid's tale yeah mm -hmm. yeah i remember that was last year the strong negative reaction to the outfit prompted the company to remove its costumes <laughs> from its website because no one can laugh at anything anymore because people are so uptight and comedy is dead mm -hmm. but you know what this this is just wrong. <laughs> I'm like, it, it, it exists. I'm not mad that it exists, but I'm like, oh, please, no. Uh, I'm looking at the pictures of the girl, and, and you know, it looks. She looks pretty good in it. And, you know, it's definitely more like Daisy Duke type shorts. Yeah, and you know, well, yeah, and, that and, does does ride up the the buttocks a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not not the one that got shot, but exactly. Yeah. And she does. She does. She does seem to have like. Um, sort of Mr. Rogers plastic hairpiece on in one of the photos. Yeah, there's one where obviously she's got the, the ponytail in the back, but yeah, there's one where she's like a, like almost like a grayish kind of plastic wig or helmet kind of hair on top just to get a little more resemblance, but no, it's just a no, it's wrong. <laughs> oh, 
Actually, I, I just went to the page because I went earlier and I wanted to mention some of the other costumes. Yeah. And it's telling me, oh, no, this page is unavailable. Yandy. Oh, Yandy. Because they had some pretty, they, 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 oh, let me, let me. Well, the link from the website is dead. There we, there we go. There we go. I, I, I clicked on where it said, um, I, I clicked on where it said, let me get the article back up. I don't have it. But anyway, they have, um, a sexy Bob Ross costume, which is called Happy Tree Painter Costume. Okay. (laughs) Uh, let me go to costumes here. Uh, Happy little trees. Um, Ninja Dragon costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want 10% off. Let's see which ones, uh, you, you would. Wicked Vampire costume. Um. Of course. The sexy, sexy fill in the blank costume. Creepy clown costume, which. Oh, the whole the it thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see some of the ones that you would, re, uh, re, that you would, uh, know. Uh, sexy, sex, our villainous vixen costume sort of looks like a uh, cat woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, one of the SWAT costumes. I'm trying, oh man, I saw, I should, I should have noted which ones they were. There were some, some for characters that you would know, but anyway, <laughs> you, you, you get the yeah, idea. You can go to Yandy and, and select your sexy Mr. Rogers and then try and get, uh, Mr. Moose out of the swimming pool. Yes. Uh, and it, He's because that moose is in heat, so you use the sexy Mister Rogers costume to lure him out of your swimming pool and shoot him in the butt. Right in the buttocks. In the buttocks, Lieutenant Dan. Now with Tom Hanks being Mister Rogers, now he can get shot in the buttocks. Okay, what what else you got? Here's one here from another one from I think this is uh, New York City's Channel Seven, ABC, yeah, ABC. Out of Oklahoma, an Oklahoma woman was shot in the thigh when a dog inside the vehicle with her jumped onto a backseat console, causing gun under the console to fire. Okay. First of all, you don't... Did she get shot in the buttock? What? No, she was in the thigh. In the thigh. We haven't had a Florida man story yet, man. Anyway, the Enid, Enid? Uh, E-N-I-D, News and Eagle reports that Tina Springer was in the passenger seat of the vehicle that had stopped Thursday to wait for a train in northern Oklahoma. The yellow Labrador Retriever, which belongs to the 79-year-old driver, Brent Parks, was in the back seat and jumped onto the folding console, and that's when a twenty-two handgun under the console went off. Police say cloth from the seat covers could have gotten into the trigger while of the gun, making it discharge, but the safety was off. Obviously, because the gun went off when the when the cloth of the seat covers got into the trigger well. The 44-year-old Springer, who lives in Nash, Oklahoma, and Parks' caretaker, was taken to a hospital for treatment. Police say Parks told him the gun isn't usually loaded. Well, it was yeah. loaded, and the safety was off. Let so, me see. Dumb, dumb number one, dumb number two. Exactly. Ah, Yeah. If you the have fact a that CC... you had a, a loaded weapon in your car with the safety off, you're an idiot. And, you know, I wonder if these people had, had a carry concealed weapon. Because if they did, they would have known that that's required to keep a round out of the chamber and the safety on. Hmm. 
no, I do not carry a concealed weapon, but Man. that's just common sense on how to handle a freaking gun. That's right. And don't keep it in the console where your dog can jump on it. Right. I think, like, Scotty Pippen, I think, got in trouble. He had a... He got stopped or pulled over over road or something and found a gun in his car. And I don't know if he had, like, a concealed carrier or whatever, but he didn't... I know, But anyway, he had in trouble with that. When I first started sending you guys stories, I think we had a story similar. Where mm-hmm. a dog, where a dog uh, stepped on the gun or something and shot the lady in the ass uh, through the seat. Or that, uh, uh, maybe, like, like it fell out of her purse because it was just one of those tiny little like you know pearl handled little pea shooters that like the their guns are to, so small they don't even have a safety hold still while i shoot your pimple out has like the two barrels like on, one on top of each other like mm-hmm. the ones you see like like the ladies in like in the old westerns have mm-hmm. on their garter belts you know those tiny little pea shooters mm-hmm. so yeah. anyway yeah I, stupid I have- yeah, I I have one more, and this actually came in today. Okay, what do we got? And this is at, this actually did make national news. This isn't so much funny, but asks a lot of questions. Delta Airlines says a woman was able to board one of its planes at a Florida airport without a ticket and was removed delaying the flight. Hmm. Florida the woman, air- yes, Florida, Florida story, woman. yay. The airline apologized in a statement Sunday for the three-hour delay on its Orlando-Atlanta flight. The woman was taken off the plane and officials screened all passengers again. Delta says it's working with law enforcement and the TSA on their investigation. It was not clear how the woman boarded the plane Saturday. The The Orlando Sentinel reports that Delta employees asked for a ticket because she was in someone else's seat. Orlando Police Lieutenant... Wanda Miglo, M-I-G-L-I-O, says the woman said she threw her ticket away and didn't have identification. A TSA official told the newspaper that the woman went through security. Hmm. Meh. It's not funny, but it makes you think. Today, in today's age, how'd she get through? Maybe she rode a moose. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, she was uh, trying to get to the Bronx Zoo. To climb a fence. Right. Right. Or she was, maybe she was, she had coerced the security personnel with the sexy Mr. Rogers costume. Possible. That's mm-hmm. very possible, as well as giving them Thai pods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scotch pods, right? Scotch pods, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So. That's all I got. Okay. I got one or two here, I think, that's available on the Squares the Round Table Facebook page. Subscribe. Give us a like if you want to. That'd be great. Uh, Cat, uh, I guess a very happy one, uh, needs a glucose drip after mating with at least five females in a single night after staff let him out of his cage at a pet hotel when they went home. All right. A cat has been left needing a glucose strip after it mated with at least five females in one night when he was let out of his cage by pet hotel staff. Uh, Zhao P, the Russian Blue, was left at the hotel by his owners, Mr. and Mrs. Zhao, in Guangdong Province in South China. Chinese cats, very, very voracious, almost as voracious as the mooses. Mr. Zhao said he had specifically told the business that Zhao Pi had not been neutered. It wasn't until the following day that Mr. Zhao realized 
Xiaopi had been left to freely roam the pet hotel staff after he went home. Zhao said he wrote on social media to say, I thought he'd be professional. They'd be professional, but the staff member didn't feed Xiaopi during the day and let him out to roam freely at night. That's right. All the cats were free to walk around the shop, and then the employees went home. So between 10.40 p.m. and 5 a.m., my cat mated with at least five females, and those are the only ones I could see in the CCTV footage. So he has he's watching closed-captioned TV footage of his cat going around banging all these other cats. Wow, that's... That's a guy that needs a hobby. Uh, yeah. Mr. Zhao claims that the pet hotel staff then blamed him for the incident and complained that some of the cat owners weren't planning on having kittens. Oh, no. He said... Well, they're not having kittens, so cats are. Well, they should have spayed them then. Yeah. The females. Uh, he said that they had the nerve to be upset with me. They wanted me to explain the situation to all the other owners. My effing cat is exhausted and on the glucose drip, and this is my fault? How do you know this that is like a Jerry Springer glucose. episode, man. It is. And how do you know the cat needed glucose? Mr. Xiao, <laughs> your cat is the father. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Xiao later revealed that the pet hotel apologized and offered to pay GLP's fluid therapy. He added, they're going to compensate each pregnant cat's owner 500 renminbi, I guess. That's about 56 pounds in Great Britain. And have promised to sell any kittens on their behalf. The other owners have also told me they'll either give me the kitten or cash if the cats turn out to be pregnant, which is about 113 British pounds. A pedigree Russian blue can be worth anything between 350 and well over 1,000 pounds. Mr. Zhao said Xiaopi, which is X-I-A-O-P-I. I'm saying Xiaopi. Xiaopi? Jopi. He was happy is what he is. Wasn't he on Andy Griffiths? (laughs) Yeah. I can't whistle. Uh, said he has, re- he has regained his strength and is in stable condition. Thank goodness to Jopi, the horny cat who needed a glucose drip from being on the freaking uh, on the lamb. Then, man, whew, well, good on him, I guess. Uh, congratulations. Uh, one last story we want to touch on here, I guess. Um. The fight against frozen beef, uh, Feast of Legends, uh, a role-playing game based on the Wendy's character of the same restaurant, the same name. Um, we'll have a web. Here's from the website is from gnomestew.com. Where's the beef? Right here, Wendy's. As of now, you and I have beef, and now I'm ready to throw it on my table and toss dice at it. I don't hide the fact that I love Wendy's. I actually owned the most popular, at the time, Wendy's fan blog on Tumblr. This is one of the first things I tell new friends. I honestly and earnestly love Wendy's. Only second to tabletops. If they sponsored me to do any amount of content, I would probably sell out in a heartbeat. But this, Wendy's? What the heck are you doing? Very recently, Wendy's released their tabletop, Feast of Legends, to be played and run by members of Critical Role. In the spectrum of corporate memes like the fake Wendy slash Taco Bell fight or the recent KFC meme visual novel, (laughs) this is on the latter side of that scale. This tabletop isn't some low-quality meme. It has legitimate, high-quality art reminiscent of D&D 3.5, which is 
the third edition uh, supplement. There are there are mechanics and abilities. The website even has a dice roller. Hey guys, I know y'all roll dice, but I can use the Wendy's dice roller. It is a perfect, legitimately, legitimate, completely plausibly serious question in this timeline now. Is this legit? Is this just a meme? In the words of a scholar of this age, is this real life? Wendy's could have stayed in their corner of the internet, intermittently tweeting memes and fake fights. I would have lived my life happily, enjoying and consuming them to a haha. I do that once in a while. But this? Fine. You want to throw down on the table, marching into my domain and trying to get up in my corner of the internet? Fine, Wendy's. Let's throw down. And the website, which is on gnomestew.com, he has a um, because it breaks down the the campaign and the magic items and monsters order of or there's there's three classes or I mean or I mean orders. There's the order of the chicken, which is rogues and bards. Order of the beef, which is warriors, or order of the sides, which is mages, bards, whatever else they could fit in there. So there's. And then there's game. There's, he explains gameplay, the campaign, and yeah. So there, there should be order of the employee too, and when, when they, because uh, you know they roll in the kitchen to decide what they're going to screw up or what they're going to forget in your order. I know. I so, it's, it's a it's a pencil and paper RPG. So my normal gaming night isn't usually not the thing because we're all like we like the card games. Or we play the board games where you have like miniatures. We can move them on the board, and we can be like, "Ooh, yeah!" But not for people who are in D and D. I'm sure this is just a nice tongue in cheek, but it's a legit game. I guess you can actually play this tabletop RPG where you can play like the Wendy's. Like you can then the the art here for the article here on Gnome Stew is just like like a like you say like. You go to the Renaissance Fair and you see like people dressed up and like an art, art artistically styled, mm-hmm. where she's got she's got the long flowing red hair and the ribbons on her ponytails, and then she's got the blue and white striped outfit with a big W on her waistcoat belt <laughs> and a wearing waving a W flag Ivan with a long get, flowing cape. Ivan will get into it and. Um... Then go to the next Comic Con or uh, next con- whatever con, dressed as Wendy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Look at my beautiful pigtails. Right. I'm gonna play the Wendy's game. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, Wendy's role playing game. Um, okay. Oh, I've got one more article. Actually, Jeff and I posted both of this. I guess this will close out the show. Mm-hmm. Another one from CNN. Uh, shipwrecked Colombian smugglers were found floating on their packages of cocaine. Uh, the Colombian Navy rescued three suspected drug traffickers using bales of cocaine to stay afloat during a shipwreck, following a shipwreck on Sunday. The bizarre rescue occurred 30 miles from Tumaco, T-U-M-A-C-O, on Colombia's Pacific, Pacific coast, and a total of 1,265 kilograms of cocaine hydrochloride were recovered, according to a statement from the Navy. During a search and rescue operation, officials spotted the trio floating on a mass of packages of different sizes, 
Footage of the incident shows Navy officers throwing life belts to the three men from a Coast Guard vessel. Once the three Colombian nationals and the packages had been taken safely to shore, chemical tests were carried out, which determined that they contained cocaine hydrochloride. The three men have been turned over to prosecutors and are awaiting charges for the trafficking, manufacturing, and possession of the floatable narcotics. And there are plenty of fish and shark that are buzzing around the ocean right now. Yeah, that's right, man. That's why they didn't get eaten. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an actuality that dolphins get high on puffer fish, so why not sharks on cocaine? And the article states that a significant amount of Colombian cocaine is smuggled to North America via Central America and the Caribbean, much of it by sea. Stuff like this, so I guess they're a tiny little vessel, uh, capsized, and whoops. It was only supposed to be a three-hour tour. Three-hour tour with my drugs. <laughs> okay, you said you have one more, right? Nope, that's it. That'll nope, that's do. That's it. Yeah, we're all done. Right. We're out. Yeah, so, the short, short version today. Uh, the short, Jeff, short version. Jeff, looking forward to you being back. Ivan, feel better. Mike, where can they find us? We are on Instagram and Twitter. We're on Facebook. News of the Squared. Wacky articles. Find the stories there and the crazy videos. Thanks, Scott, for your contribution. Thanks. We Thank are on. Yep, we're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We're on Anchor, Apple, Google, anywhere you can find the major podcast places. We be at there. Email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail dot com. That'll do. Episode twenty one of the News of the Squared. So we'll catch you next time. Until then. Colonel Kevin says, watch your ass for mooses.